0: Welcome in to DTC. We are live on the Podbean platform. FP, can you confirm that we are live? We are currently live, interacting with our
1: fans, ready to talk some Washington football, football, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think uh, starting the Podbean app and going live is a lot harder than actually watching a football game and talking about it. But we are here. 100%. And we are here ready to, uh, to talk preseason game number two. But before we get into that, I don't think we officially talked about uh, preseason game number one. What were your, kind of your initial takeaways from uh, game number one? I mean, right off the bat, Chase Young and that
1: defense are going to be a force to be reckoned with. The, there's no way they could be a, a less than top five defense just based off of what you saw right off the bat and, and everything we're hearing coming out of training camp. And it's so exciting to be able to say that on air.
0: Absolutely. But there's a big but. And this was my big one takeaway.
1: I love big Jammin but.
0: Davis did not do well last week. He did not look comfortable playing. I mean, again, granted, this is his first NFL game. There's a lot to learn, especially playing middle linebacker there. But he didn't look very comfortable there. And I think that's a little bit of cause for concern because there is no depth at that linebacker position. Sure, you've got uh, Jeff Bostick or John Bostic, uh, who's played in that role many times over his career. You've got Swole Holcomb, also kind of a veteran there. But I was expecting more of a, what's the guy from Dallas, Micah, Micah Parsons type game, and it certainly wasn't there. He's got the speed. He's got all the physical attributes. The game needs to slow down for him. And, and I'm afraid that's going to take many games to get there. But uh, other than I, that, that, the defense looked a, amazing. There was really no holes. Um, I mean, you, you can't look at this defense and say, you know, top five is out of the question, right?
1: Absolutely. And I, that's a big stretch to say that, off one preseason game, what did he play, a half? Did he play into the, the second half? I mean – Yeah, he he played a full half. It's it's hard to say that it won't slow down for him. I would put a lot of the weight uh, on his jitters and just sort of kind of just taking it all in. I mean, you have to imagine, like, this is his first time in, in like, on on a national stage. Like, he he didn't even go to that big of a college – Like compared to like the Alabamas and the Ohio States and stuff like this is a a big moment for him. And and he had his presser and he said he wasn't happy with what he put out on that field. And I truly believe with him and Ron Rivera and JDR as his coaches, he'll make great strides from the Patriots game to this Friday with with the Bengals. I think we're going to see a completely different version of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the plus side is he's basically got three linebacker coaches, right? He's got his linebacker coach, he's got JDR, and he's got Rivera, right? All three played the position at a high level, are very well-established coaches. So there's a plus side to that. But the other thing that I take away uh, on the negative side is Dustin Hopkins, field goal, PATs. I mean, the misses are still coming. We thought it was kind of coming to an end last year. Again, this is preseason. You don't want to overreact. And if you're going to get, get, get them out of your way, get them in the preseason. But still, it, it's a little bit of a cause for concern. I don't want to overreact. But he's got no competition there.
1: I mean, it's it's the same reaction that Ron Rivera had, right? So uh, long snappers, new Cheeseman or whatever, Chessman, Cheeseman. Um, there's, the a cheese of, there's a lot of – there's a lot of – timing and and chemistry that you need to develop with your special units team and Hopkins towards the
0: end there of was last one season miss, one miss where there was like a hiccup in Hopkins's his approach to the kick and you can you know contribute that to the timing was off but at the same time I mean they've been practicing this all through training camp all through mini camp like that's all she's been
1: right but Treplay when you're when Hopkins you're practicing do, right? that like, when you're practicing that in camp, you're not practicing against an actual defensive rush. You're not practicing against actual people trying to rush the process. When when special teams comes out in training camp or when they come when when, when they're doing anything inside the Redskins facility, bubble or whatever, it's they get to take their time, right? So they're going to go through the motion as if it's live, but there's no there's nobody in their face, right? And that's a completely different thing you have to deal with come real time, right? And again, it's the cheese man's first game, right? He could have had jitters as well. And I think it's all a timing thing. And I think a coach like Ron, for him to be like, we're not going to bring in competition. We're going to sort of let them hash it out. that's, That's good leadership. Now, tomorrow, if we see the same mistakes or if Hopkins still has a terrible game, you can bet that
0: competition's coming in. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm a Hopkins fan. I, I don't want him gone. I want him to kind of work through it and figure it out. And there was obviously, um, I think, some stuff going on with his friends and kind of in his personal life. I believe I saw that somewhere. Um, that may have affected his his mental there. But at the same time, I mean, you're a professional NFL kicker. You got to put those things to the side, and not to del- to belittle them, but you have to go out and perform, right? And and it wasn't just one game. It was carryover from last season. And that's where the concern comes in. But really, outside of those two positions, I almost had zero concerns for the whole game, right? Offense, I thought the offense was going to certainly struggle a little bit. And that didn't happen. We had uh, Fitzmagic playing a pretty solid game, and we had Heineke playing a pretty solid game. Like, you can't look at either of those and say – with either of those players behind center that we would not be able to put up points. So that's something to, to really, you know, be proud of or, or as a fan, just to put your hope in. Oh, it's, it's definitely and encouraging. Jared Peterson or Patterson, mm-hmm. you know, coming out as a rookie and having a, a pretty good game. Like that's got to give you confidence. Like I was watching new England today. And one thing that I've noticed over the past, Ten years in New England, they have four running backs or five running backs who are all solid. Right? There is no one fantasy stud in the New England system, but there's a lot of players who can get get you, you know, points and you know, on the field performance. Right? What counts, not not fantasy points. And so, I'm I'm impressed by that. Right? We have Gibson. You still got J.D. McKissick. You Peyton Barber. You, Still there, and then you know, Jared Peterson, Patterson, whatever his name is, all four of them, right? The he, I
1: mean, he, he did well enough that Lamar that Miller saw the door, right? So, that is definitely encouraging to see. And then there's also rumors that essentially we want to turn Gibson into a similar role as Christian McCaffrey. Um, and if that's the case, then you need somebody like uh Patterson to to sort of be more of your change-of-pace cowbell running back because J.D. McKissick is still going to be your your what utility back, I guess. It, it, it'll be interesting to see how these running backs get utilized on a week-by-week game basis. Um, is it no, going to be it, a it situation? According to
0: plan, Patterson is not playing on the field, right? It's Gibson as your – First, second, third down. Do so you think we only dress three running backs? Down st- back. And you have JD McKissick as your change of pace guy, and both of those guys can catch the ball to the backfield. Peyton Barber maybe comes in for the you know third and two, third and one kind of situation, which you know for what it is, as a small guy, he gets it more often than not. So yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, comfortable there, and I'm comfortable dressing three backs.
1: Let me let me tell you what I'm most excited about offensive wise. It's gonna be that fits magic to Logan Thomas connection I like based off those two receptions that Logan Thomas had and sort of what you heard Fitzpatrick say about how Logan Thomas is one of his favorite targets out there because he has the wide catch radius and he thinks like a quarterback and he knows how to adjust his timing and and change the routes to be just right for Fitzpatrick the chemistry between those two is going to be amazing to watch this season and it's 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 almost to the point where i'm tempted to like draft logan thomas in fantasy football because i truly think with all the weapons that we have on that field that logan thomas is going to become sort of that travis kelsey safety valve where it's not just a dink and dunk uh for a five yard it's going to be a, oh shit let me throw this logan thomas for a 15 yard catch type situation you know what i mean and and I'm super, super excited. It's been a while since we've truly had like great QB tight end chemistry on this team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then there's another person that we completely glossed over all, pretty much all offseason. I know we've talked about him a few times, but Adam Humphreys, right? He's already got that connection with uh, Fitzpatrick. He had pretty good game, I thought. Um, and he's also going to be that kind of in the middle guy who can – you know, be in the middle of the field while Terry and Curtis are stretching the field. Like, there's so many weapons on offense. There's so many weapons that it, it almost doesn't matter who's at quarterback as long as it's someone who can throw the ball, right? And who isn't afraid to make a throw. And that's what we have in both Fitzpatrick and in Heineke. So I'm, yeah, I'm the, the gunslingers that the we have Calvin Harmon was supposed to be our number two receiver last year, <laughs> and he was cut this year, right? Like, I mean, that's encouraging. That. Like you went from, and, and it's not like, it's not like he dropped off or you know was super injured. Yeah, of course he's coming back from his injury, but you know, I bet you in in, in camp and stuff like that, he was probably looking okay, right? But that's how deep our team is right now. That he wasn't going to make the team, and Rivera said, "Okay, I'm going to give you a chance to go, you know go catch on to another team, before you know the the preseason's over." So that's super exciting. I mean. I think there's there's going to be lots of questions about who's going to make the roster. That's a very crowded receiver room, got a pretty crowded uh, backfield. O-line is pretty crowded. I mean, Flowers and, and um, Wes, Wes um, Schweitzer were, were kind of switching uh, series. Last game, I think Flowers had an amazing game.
1: Flowers had an amazing game. He got the edge. He's been practicing with the ones all week. Um the The old line specifically is encouraging. So you and I were were discussing Cosme had sort of, a, I wouldn't say a subpar game, uh, but there's a lot of room for improvement for him. Uh, and the the consensus was he sort of needs to work on minor technique corrections, right? Like balancing on the balls of his feet, et cetera, stuff like that. But overall I like yeah, but, this whole line to isn't to really concerned
0: eye to the untrained eye at the end of last week's game I said Cosme had a fantastic game right and then absolutely Willow's, you know article comes out and basically you know he he's a player evaluator and you know he knows technique and all that way better than us and you know pointed out the flaws but if you have flaws that you can't even see to an untrained eye like that's that's awesome what we yes. were seeing previous years was flaws to the untrained eye, exactly. So right. we would see the false starts, we would see the holding, we'd see the, the the player get completely beat, and it was very easy to see that where the the incompetencies were in the offensive line. Where now, yeah, and there's none. Those are not costing you sacks. They're not costing you games. They're not costing you fumbles, all those types of things. And that's very encouraging to see.
1: Yeah, there's no there's no glaring hole on the line compared to what we've been used to seeing. Um, and then again, having the weapons on offense, having sort of a gunslinger mentality with your QB. You, you, ideally, the line won't have to be in pass protection that long. It will be a fast paced, quick shot offense um, where they don't have to be pro bowl level because they don't have to maintain eight to 15 seconds of pass protection. That's where things start to break down, and I don't think this offense, the way it's constructed, I don't think that's actually going to be an issue.
0: Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think with this offense the way that it is today, having a player like an Alex Smith or, you know, God forbid, a Dwayne Haskins, anyone who's, who's more of the, the check down, you know, look for the open guy, wait for the guy to be open and then throw the ball, it would be a recipe for disaster. Having a little bit of a gunslinger back there in, in both Heineke and in, Fitzpatrick, is exactly what we need. We need to give these players a chance to to make the play. And with Logan Thomas, you know, in a jump ball, like he's going to win nine out of ten times. With Terry McLaurin, he's going to win nine out of ten times. Getting Curtis Samuel the ball in space, you know, he's got a chance to take it to the house every time.
1: Absolutely. The offense is
0: very encouraging. They're just – there's no way, Honestly, the, there's no way the entire
1: it. team is encouraging. I, and and something that we glossed over from week one, even just punt returns looked more efficient and, and successful than I've seen in a long time. Like just catching the ball and running straight up the field, it sounds so simple, but that's something that this team for years and years has always struggled with. And now we have two guys back there that are truly capable of, of at least potentially giving us – a uh, a yard, con- like, uh, what am I trying to say? A field position positive switch. Yard, yeah. Positive yards. Yeah. yeah.
0: DeAndre, I think DeAndre Carter makes the roster just for his uh, positive return ability, mm-hmm. right? Steven Sims is a disaster back there. I never want to see him back there again. DeAndre Carter gives you that chance. Right. He can bring you. He can take it to the house at any time. But more often than not, he's just going to go straight and he's going to catch the ball and he's going to, you know, get some positive yards, right? He's not yeah. going to do the the stevensons run sideline to sideline get you know tackled for a loss or yeah the jitter ball.
1: dance or and all yeah. all we are looking for is is intelligence about when to field the catch and and actually take it out and run and when to just let it sail over your head that's all we're looking for the past few seasons it's always been sort of a heartache inducing moment where it's like no no don't catch it oh my god why didn't he catch it and and you you assume that's sort of getting ironed out.
0: Let's uh, switch gears into what are you looking for tomorrow? Some of the things I'm looking for is if Fitzpatrick starts the whole first half, I want and I need to see a touchdown on the first or second drive. I think that's something that's been plaguing our team for for years. I mean, we're, we're never scoring on the first drive. I need to see that happen, especially with the Cincinnati defense. That's not very good. I think this is the game to do it. Um, and I need to see a sustained drive. I don't want to see, like, a fluke play where someone's wide open and it's, you know, an 80-yard touchdown, although that would be nice. I want to see a sustained drive mix of, you know, 50-50 mix of run pass and just getting first downs and scoring. You know, scoring seven with the extra point, uh, that's the first thing I want to see. Second thing I want to see is I want to see Hopkins make his field goals. I want to see them get in position where – they can score seven, but it's preseason. Let's give Hopkins a chance to, to nail a 50-yard kick. And I want to see him take those and make them. And then lastly, I want to see um, – just I want to see Jamin Davis excel from what he showed on the field last week. Yeah, I, I like all those. All, like I, I said, he's got those. all the physical traits, but he needs to – I want to see him where the ball is at all times, right? I want to see him kind of like what we saw with London Fletcher, right? He wasn't – even though they're completely different players and, and you know, their styles are completely just different. Just heads up he football. More and more of a, just a smart guy that wasn't yeah. fast. Jamin's a, a fast guy who needs to learn the, the position a little bit more. But I want to see him, like, in wherever the ball is, I want to see him there. Right? And I want to see him get coached by, like, the John Bosticks. I want to see, um, you know, the safeties helping him and kind of teaching him along the way. So those are really the, the three things that I want to see.
1: Yeah, no, I, I completely echo those. I will say one thing that I want to see is going to be, again, sort of going back to the tight ends. I want to see how John Bates does because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Reyes is out tomorrow. He was on the cycling team all week and, and they're –
0: Concussion protocol. I don't protocol.
1: want – was it concussion protocol? I, I'm, I think it's yeah, more it precautionary than anything, but no, John Bates – Concussion protocol. If you're going to pick a weakness on this entire team, it's going to be tight end depth. I truly believe that might be our biggest weakness at this moment. And so sort of seeing how Bates does and how he looks to me is going to speak volumes about specifically the tight end depth. And and if it becomes sort of a problem going into the season.
0: Um, I'll be honest, man. I like Ricky Seals Jones. I think he's, He's been in the league. He's got potential. I think. I think he's. A, I think he's a good tight end. He, he didn't get he's much of an good. opportunity last week, so right. I want to see and, what he gets with a little bit more reps this week. But I don't. I don't think he's off the team. I think he's a number two, number three oh, uh, he's, tight end. He's
1: definitely not off again because of the depth. He, he's making this roster. You just Reyes isn't ready for live action and he may Ray not be not ready all all season yeah exactly
0: he's gonna be on practice squad and that's where he belongs exactly right for he sure he might get swept up but i highly doubt it because you saw last week like he just he can't he, he's not a football player yet i mean better than tebow <laughs> well i mean i guess i guess so but i think they cut tebow for more of pr reasons than than anything sure. else. And
1: and I think but, I, I think we may be doing a little bit of trickery with Reyes and, and trying to find a way to sort of pup injury reserved situation shenanigans to maybe make it so he doesn't even have to hit the waivers. Um I'm not sure exactly how that works. That. I, think, can... I
0: think you you can put him on the practice squad and you can pay him more than than what other teams are gonna offer and there. I mean, if he wants an opportunity to, to be on a fifty three man roster and uh, not play, I mean he's got that option, but if he's right. getting paid more to learn the position in Washington where he's from or his family's here, or his girlfriend's here, whatever it is, it might be a good situation. Um, I don't really see another team wanting to put him on on the fifty three just because he's too raw. Like he's a project. That's true. He's why not, why why sacrifice ready.
1: a position for him? You're
0: right. Yeah. I mean he, he caught the ball a couple times last week, but every catch was, you know, a bobble, you know, whatever it is. Like you can't really risk that in a game. You bobble it in a, in a full speed NFL game. Like it's getting, it's getting um, intercepted. Right. Like, you know, especially with the tight end, like those are the type balls that go, go back for six. So I don't think a team, another team's going to want, want him. Um, I think every He's probably team will probably safe. want him on You're the right. practice squad. Yeah. But if you know, if we can pay him a little bit more than, than the other teams, and again, that doesn't count against the cap. It's a good story. He's bringing Chilean fans to the team. Like mm-hmm. it's all around win, right? And and yeah. he probably wants to stay here. He probably wants to, you know, this is a team that gave him a chance in the NFL. No other team really did. Or I guess maybe he said that other teams uh, started inquiring of him, but he loved Rivera and and he re- really wants to be here. So. I no, think he's yeah, safe on the, on the practice right. squad. I think we we also have a little bit of Ashburn syndrome in, in him. I think you know you ask people in Baltimore who Samus Reyes is and they have no idea, right? And they're just ninety minutes north of us, so. That's true. I will
1: say so. So continuing the conversation, the the next thing that I'm looking for tomorrow, it's going to be the depth players on defense, um, specifically how they're stopping the run and what they can do to essentially shore up the confidence that we have in our rotational players. Um, you're talking on the D line D line, secondary, all of it. I don't want to see the same thing that we saw in week one at the end of the game where they just rip off a 90 yard run. I get it's the end of the game first preseason, blah, blah, blah. I just never want to see that. I never want to see, giant chunk yardage against this defense, no matter if it's first string, second string, third string. I don't want to see it.
0: I, I get it, but it's also preseason, and the number one thing that you want to get out of preseason is health. And so I, I, I get it. I, I don't really necessarily blame them. Then again, you know, back of the roster guys should be going 100% because they're trying to make the team. I mean, like how amazing is both it that,
1: sides. how amazing is it that we get to actually – Harp on how our second and third string players are doing because we're not concerned about our first string at all.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, this is a situation. Fantastic feeling. I mean, it's been even when we had the glory years with Kirk, and even the the twenty twelve glory year, like our defense wasn't 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 stout. Right, our defense was was okay. It was mediocre. It was you know, hey, if we can get middle of the pack, we can get to like fifteen. We'd be good. Right? It was yeah, it's never model. been a shutdown defense. Yeah, yeah. We've had success in, in Sprouts here and there, but it's never been we're successful because we've built a good team and we have a good roster. It's success because we've got this stud or that stud or this guy's playing incredible or even you know, Terry McLaurin, the third-round pick like, you know, two years ago, whatever it was, like, came out of nowhere, Th- those types of success this this
1: might be the first season where our four our first our our first four draft picks that's what i'm trying to say should be getting actual sustainable counts and playing time which shows you that we're building this team through drafts and and the correct way and not waste, and there's no wasted potential there's no so far, there's no wasted draft picks that I've seen. And that just shows you how this team is being more efficiently run and successfully run. And And when you watch Hard Knocks with the Cowboys and, and that trash, you look at this team and you look at what Ron Rivera's done and, and the, the quote-unquote culture change, it's apparent. It's very, very, very easy to see. I mean, even the Washington football team social media has been a thousand times better than we've seen in the past. It's this team looks poised to go deep into an NFL season and not really be bogged down by a lot of the bullshit and, and antics and, and stupid things that have always plagued us.
0: Completely agree. Let's transition to the other news of the week. The eight names for the Washington football team that were, uh, I guess, they were on the episode of Behind the Scenes or whatever it was, making the brand. Uh, right. Jason Wright comes out and says those were not the the final eight, and you know, we we do have three, but like basically they were not from that list. Of course, Clearly it's all smoke and mirrors. That were those, yeah. Of course, but I also heard that the the Cleveland, what are they called now? The Cleveland Guardians, Guardians. released the name because. They were afraid of early leaks and that they had the feeling that, you know, the leaks were coming. So they just went ahead and released the name on a, you know, a random day with the logo. I think that they had an intern put together. It Uh, it looks like, it looks
1: like it was made in Microsoft paint. It's that's a terrible
0: logo. I, I think the only three people who are probably aware of the name were maybe five, I guess, Rivera, Mayhew, Jason, Wright, And then Tanya and Dan,
1: Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get leaks.
0: I really don't think we're gonna get leaks. I think uh, you know we might get hints, but actually, I don't even think we're gonna get that right. Like, I think this team, this, I mean, this front office is kind of legit. Like, we're not, we're not getting leaks about Shanahan getting fired or Bruce doing this or, you know what I mean? Like, if the leaks coming probably from Dan, but I don't know. If Bruce and Camp J was, if Bruce and Camp Jay were still here
1: thousand percent leakage would have happened no doubt about it i can imagine jay getting drunk in one loud and telling everybody what the team name is <laughs> like yeah what
0: what did you think about the names i guess
1: first off. um they're all s that's what i think do not even think about naming us the Washington defenders that just brings in bad juju for having a terrible defense right after we've rebuilt our defense. If we come out next season as the Washington defenders chase young goes down. That's exactly what happens with this team. Um, I think the hot take here is the name is going to be something never mentioned anywhere on any report news outlet social media account anything that's going to be the name It's something that's never been mentioned
0: uh maybe so let's let's see i'm trying to look for the eight names here we go the armada the brigade the commanders the defenders the presidents the red hogs the red wolves and washington football team so you're not a fan of any of them
1: if you're gonna give me a wolf name, make it the Washington Wolves, not Red Wolves. First of all, their colors are burgundy and gold,
0: and I like the alliteration. Well, a Washington red wolf Wolves is, is an actual animal that has correct some sort of tie to DC. Apparently, eh, that stretch. animal was here in DC hundred years ago. I, I I don't know. I don't. I I, I like the name I, so Washington. So Armada. Wolf. No, that just reminds me of Nissan. Brigade, I haven't heard that name since fourth grade history class. Commanders, I can, I can get – I can become a okay great with commanders. Defenders, no. Presidents, uh, who likes it's any so of our boring. presidents nowadays? That's so right? boring. It doesn't matter who our president is. Nobody likes them. Yeah. Red Hogs, I don't even know what a Red Hog is, but the Washington Hogs would be cool.
1: What? No, uh,
0: it wouldn't. Yeah, it would. It was it, good as it, a nickname for your linemen.
1: Yeah, but it the whole team. No, I don't want
0: a bunch. Red wolves. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if you're going to pick an animal that's prevalent in Washington D.C., what would it be? I don't know the black Washington Swirls. black squirrels. <laughs> exactly, the Washington black squirrels. <laughs> so only here in D.C. I. Other than the that, name- what, what would it be? The deer.
1: All right, the Washington Gridlocks. Why does it have to be an animal? Washington (laughs) Gridlocks. Washington 66 West sucks.
0: Bottleneck. (laughs) Washington Bottleneck.
1: Washington Beltways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad that neither of us are picking the name. I think it doesn't really matter. Like at some point, we're all going to say, okay, this is the name. And guess what? We're all going to get used to it, and we're all going to like it at some point. We're all going to buy the gear. We're all going to buy the new stuff.
1: The truth is winning cures all, even if it's a terrible name. And another hot take, of the three finalists that we apparently have, I think we have one specific and two complete ass names that, that made finalists so that when all the fans see the three, they're like, oh, yeah, well, that's clearly the best one, and, and it's kind of an easier pill to swallow. That's, that's my But belief. they're not going to
0: tell us the three.
1: They're just going to come out with the winner.
0: Yeah, yeah, I in, can see in that. Twenty twenty two, or or they'll the come out.
1: They'll come out with the winner, and then they'll say it was out of these three, and then that'll make people feel better. I don't think so. I don't think so. You realize I mean, so they, they, they said early, is... early twenty twenty two. Like we're four or five months away,
0: yeah, assuming it comes in out.
1: January it makes perfect February. sense, right?
0: Because the off it's going to probably be after the Super Bowl. Um, before free agency, it's, you know, the NFL is a, is a moneymaker, right? Come out with a if new we, name then when it's slow and, and people are starting to lose, you know, not spending money and all that kind of stuff. Come out with a new name. Come out with new merchandise. People are back in. Come in with free agency, you know, especially if the team goes into the playoffs. Like how hype is – doesn't matter what the name is, how hype are the fans going to be, right? If we go, go on on a, if, if
1: we go on a miraculous run – and we win the Super Bowl as the Washington football team, you have to keep the name. No, you don't. No?
0: No, because the tradition is still here. The colors are still here. This is a temporary You wouldn't
1: want to keep keep it if we won the next Super Bowl as the Washington football team. Your next Super Bowl champions is the Washington football team. You don't want to keep that name?
0: No. I don't want to keep the name because I don't want to see football team as – on the bottom uh but, of the, you know the scoreboard I
1: mean this is a pointless conversation but then imagine that a year after you can't be defending Super Bowl champions in certain new name here because that technically didn't happen right the Washington wolves didn't win the Super Bowl the Washington football team won the Super Bowl
0: Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I, I think come up with the names, go with it, and 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 move on. Um, yeah, I, honestly, winning cures all.
1: Name us the Washington Foreskins for all I care. If we come out and we're a dominant dynasty geared team, nah, I don't care about the name. I'll follow you no matter what.
0: Yeah. Let's put a bow on the show, but before we get there, let's read some of the comments uh, from the fans. Uh, The defense is clearly a top five defense. Heineke starts five plus games. Ooh, nice hot take. Fitzmagic is here to stay. Landon Collins, comeback player. Interesting. Ooh.
1: I don't believe comeback player for Landon Collins. The Heineken starts five. plus I don't plus know if this games. person meant
0: comeback player of the year or comeback player on the team. Right? Of Tell the me year, no. To
1: who? On on the team. Who yeah, would not be? There's nobody else that's really doing a comeback. Eric
0: Flowers coming back literally to the team? <laughs> I guess. Mike I, I, whoever you are, when you comment, please call in. We'd like to hear more from you.
1: I want to talk to the guy that said Heineken starts five plus games. The, the fanboy in me loves that, but the football player mind is like, oh, shit. If we have to do a QB change, that's not good.
0: Well, it could be due to injury. It could be, you know. Again, not good. <laughs> it could be whatever. All those issues are not good. I don't think there's a drop off. I think Fitz is the better player. He's the better decision to go with week one. I don't think there's a drop off. Well, at least we have. Is there is there no drop off? Is, is sure, there no drop off? practice.
1: But is I, there no drop
0: off between
1: Fitzmagic and Heineke, or Fitztragic and Heineke?
0: I think there's no drop off between Ryan Fitzpatrick, the football player, and Taylor Heineke, <laughs> the football player. <laughs> Like, you're going to get – Heineke is just another version of Fitzmagic, right? Or Fitz Tra- – like, he's another – sorry, Fitzpatrick. He's just another <laughs> version of Fitzpatrick. That's what we think he is. We don't know because in practice he looks like Fitztragic, and in games he looks like Fitzmagic. So that's, we that's don't know if Fitztragic going to come out in, in games or not. So far it hasn't. Two games, I guess two and a half games, and it hasn't come out. Uh, so, you know. That's a very good point. Maybe he's just a, a game baller. Like, this – the moment is not too big for him. He's got That's nothing you- to lose. He was literally in, in whatever master's program or law school. Like, now he's making millions in the NFL. He would have never, th- I mean. Yeah, I mean, no, no, like, no pressure, no diamonds, ago, right? Ten months ago, he had, like, he had zero football revenue, right? He had no hope to ever play football again. Like, it was done. The book was closed. I'm going back to, you know, whatever, I think it was law school or whatever it was. Yeah, he was crashing on his sister's couch. Yeah, I mean, it's – like he's got nothing to lose. He comes out and he has a horrible game and he gets cut. Guess what? All right, I'll go back to law school.
1: With what that being said, I, I hope it stays Fitzpatrick the whole time and he has one of his best seasons yet, ultimately. I hope That's, so that's what I'm looking for.
0: But I'm also – I wouldn't be upset if Heineke comes in middle of the year Takes us into a deep run and is our franchise quarterback for the next ten years. That that's the fanboy in me, but like I that said, that would be
1: phenomenal. He, like he, he, there's nothing that he showed.
0: Yeah, but there's nothing that he showed in in game that sh- that tells you that he's not a good quarterback. <laughs> like he had a great game. He had a great uh, uh, you know postseason game last year. He had a great postseason half last year. I mean, it's a very, very small sample size, but who knows? Like, who knows?
1: Very true. Yeah, it, I'm off regardless, it, on it's,
0: regardless, it's
1: going to be a, a fantastic football season, and I'm—I think this is the most excited I've ever been.
0: Yeah,
1: more than the Kirk years, more than after the RG three, like train started rolling in 2012 I think this is the most excited I have ever been
0: I would agree (laughs) let's put a bow on the show 17 game season from Joe yes Joe it is a 17 game season I don't know thanks for that that that. thanks for that that, Joe is that
1: our Joe thanks for that Joe
0: I don't know if that's our Joe or not but I'm (laughs) sure there's lots of Joe's who listen to the show This has been fun. I think we need to do more live shows like this. Um, And maybe we'll do a a post-game show that's live tomorrow night. Um, Are you available, FP? I will be available. I may not be the most sober, but I will be available. I probably won't be so uh, sober. (laughs) I'll be available. Probably won't be sober. So it'll be a fun show.
1: Make sure to tune, tune in and listen to Two Drunk Idiots Talk Football.
0: Let's do it. This has been DTC. Listen to all our stuff on whatever podcast platform you use, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify, whatever it is. We are here. Follow us on Twitter at Defeat the Curse. We are out.